0: Hello my creative friends, welcome to the Do It For The Process podcast, I'm Emily Jeffords and I'm happy to be here with you today. It's been a while since I did a podcast episode and it feels really sweet to be back in this space with you. Today, we're gonna talk about ways to increase your holiday sales if you are an artist, if you own your own shop, if you own your own small business. These are kind of tips that can work across the board for any small business during the holiday season, which can be chaotic and full and messy. And it can feel like you're having to speak at full volume in a very loud party because you kind of are. And it can be exhausting. I have been selling my work during the holiday season since 2010, and things have changed a lot since then. And I think that one thing that needs to be said, like acknowledged, because it can be really uh, exhausting when things like this are not acknowledged, is each and every year, it becomes a little bit more challenging to market your work online. Even as the tools get easier, even as the um, online spaces become more and more like we're more proficient in them, we like spend a lot more time in these spaces, it gets harder because the noise, the volume has to be turned up so much louder, your clarity has to be so much clearer, your messaging has to be much more beautiful and attractive. So, if you're feeling the strain of this, you're not just making things up. It's kind of real. It's very real. So, we're going to talk about that today and I'll offer some tips to help you if you're in that um that space of wanting to market your work and grow your your sales this holiday season and beyond stay tuned. This is going to be a really practical episode for you. If you're not an artist, but you know an artist or you know a small business owner, send this episode to them. It's going to be really meaningful and helpful for them and they'll thank you, which is always nice. If you would like a free download to accompany this episode, I have one for you. It's so beautiful. I offer this every year. It's my gift to the creative community, especially those that want to grow their business around the holiday season. It's called the holiday season for artists, a guide to selling more creative work. It's a 30 page, beautiful booklet and workbook where there's space for you to write and to think through your own thoughts and your own goals. Um, This is a very, very, very good time to begin doing this. If you haven't done so yet, download this book. It's super practical. I love beautiful things. I love things that make me feel good, but I also love like really practical things. And this book is definitely in that category of being like aesthetic and inspirational. And really, I hope you feel seen and appreciated in it. It's written by me an artist, to other creatives and other artists. So I think you'll be like, oh my gosh, thank you. This is speaking to me, but it's also like really, really tangible and practical. And I offer tips, a lot of tips for making this holiday season your most energetic, your most attractive, your most easeful season yet without burning out, without losing yourself in the process. Um, It can be easy to do that. So I want to help you avoid that if possible. The holiday season is really, really full of energy And selling your work during the season can be one of the most thrilling things of all. It can be the most life-giving things of all, but it can also be the thing that drains you the most. And a lot of creatives have to recover for a large part of January. And I don't want you to have to do that. I want you to get to the new year and be like, oh my gosh, I have so many ideas. I am so full of passion. I'm so full of inspiration. Let's go. But if you come to January feeling like you gave it your all and it wasn't enough or your energy was spent just doing things and not really like clearly channeled towards your goals, then you're going to get to January and feel like you have to recover. And I've done that before. It's okay if that's where you are this January, but I really feel like we can avoid that. And I feel like we can uh, work together to make this season Profitable and also joyful. So let's talk about how to do that. Again, you can go download the workbook for this. Um, this episode might end up being two or three parts because I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I have a lot to talk about. But I also want to acknowledge that it's already uh, late November and you want this information now. So I'm going to try to get as much in as possible into this episode and we'll see how it flows. But I would imagine there'll be a part two coming in just a little bit. Okay. As I said, I have been doing the holiday season thing, the creative artist thing for a very long time since my oldest daughter was an infant and now she's 14 years old. So that's always easy to track 14 years. And my small studio has expanded year after year with the holiday season playing a really pivotal role in that growth and in that success, partly because the holiday season is a time when a lot of businesses see excess um, or like an influx of sales. And also partly because the holiday season gives me and also you space to play and space to try new things and market new things to an audience that's really ripe for that kind of offer. And they're very receptive. So it's an incredible time to try things and to grow and to be really intentional with your growth. And um, that's what I hope you walk away from this holiday season feeling and, and just really experiencing. Um, in order for this to work, there are a few things that you're going to need to commit to. Okay. Write these down. If you need to, you're going to need three things, confidence in what you're creating is what you're creating beautiful and good and quality and excellent. And would it make a great gift? Would it make a great experience? Would it make a great addition to someone's home? Yes. To all of those things. So confidence in what you're creating, if you're not confident yet, spend time with your work, fall in love with your work, be the biggest fan of what you create. That is so important. Confidence in what you're creating. Number two is boldness in sharing. We'll talk more about this, but marketing is an energetic attraction. When you market well, people are literally attracted to what you're saying and what you're sharing. When you are marketing with a little bit of like overwhelm or lackluster energy, or just like, ugh, you, you're not feeling it that comes through. It comes through. I don't know how, but it does. So marketing is a delight when you're offering beauty. I want to help you do that really, really effectively. Okay. So confidence in what you're creating boldness in sharing what you're creating. And then number three, this is the one that can be a little bit challenging during the holiday season because of the volume that's asked of you, like the the level of, um, consistency, the level of, of just sharing what you're creating every day for so long. And that is consistency. Consistency is incredibly important during the holiday season. I always think of the holiday season, like a sprint. It's this like nine, six week sprint somewhere in there, depending on how you want to run your holiday season. And it can feel like it's going on forever, but it's, it's ending. Like it'll end within that amount of time. Um, so even though it feels like a marathon, it's this incredible sprint, but you have to show up consistently every time you talk about your work, which should be like every day, every other day, a couple times a week, at least. But if you want your work to be seen and heard during a very noisy time of year, the consistency in which you show up is very important. So we'll talk about those things a little bit more, but confidence, boldness, and consistency. Okay, let's dive in. We do have a lot to get through. Um, please know that, uh, as someone that has been selling their work for quite a long time, I I really truly intimately know how this feels. How vulnerable you have to be to do the holiday season, you know, marketing and creation and selling. Well, it's vulnerable. It can be exhausting. It can be scary. It can be so fun also it can be so fun and and the beautiful thing about the holiday season is your audience is ready to receive they're ready to uh, warmly welcome what you're creating they're searching for things to give and to gift and to purchase They're searching for experiences They're searching for things that are meaningful. So you have a lot of space to just really boldly say, Hey, I have what you need. (laughs) I got you. This is your season to shine. You create beauty. The holiday season is the best time to bring that beauty to the world. So keep that in the forefront of your mind. If you tip into like a little bit of tiredness, then bring that back to the front of your mind that you create beauty and the holiday season is the best time to bring that beauty to the world. Marketing is just simply sharing your passion, sharing the things that make you happy. You are sharing beauty and light with people who love your work. Okay. As you begin to envision your holiday marketing and the ways that you want to share your work, the first thing that you need and that your audience needs from you is clarity. Your customers really want to connect with your passion and with your joy, with what you're selling, with what you're offering, but they're only going to do that. If the path to accessing that creative work is simple and clear, if you confuse, you lose. I think Donald Miller said that first, maybe question mark. I don't know, but, um, I'll attribute it to him. If you confuse, you lose, which is very true. If you, try to market your work during the holiday season with any kind of, um, lack of clarity or a sense of confusion, or just like, you don't really know what's going on. Your audience is not going to pay attention to you. They're going to be exhausted right away by what you're sharing. And they're not going to give you the energy that you definitely deserve and that your work definitely deserves. So get really clear on what you want to offer the products, the services, get really clear on how you want your audience to access those offerings and then get very, very clear on why this matters to your audience. You know why it matters to you. Your work, of, of course, is meaningful to you on a variety of levels. But why does it matter to your audience? And it can be so simple. Like you're helping them buy a gift for their, their child's teacher. Or you're helping them give something special to their partner. Like keep it simple if you need to. But why does your work matter to your audience? Help them um, put those two things together And that kind of clarity will be be very attractive and very guiding to them, which is your job as the seller of your work. Okay, this is going to be a juicy, juicy episode. It's definitely going to be two parts. I just decided that right now (laughs) because I have 12 marketing tips for you and i'm going to do six in this episode six in the next episode let's dive in again you can download the workbook Um, i'll put a link below in the show notes but go to emilyjeffordslearn.com and you can download this workbook and you can get all 12 right now and read through it and it's just really beautiful and i love it so go download it it's free um but number one is to plan your holiday products so that you know exactly where to channel your precious energy so we're kind of in the season. Now you might have this already sketched out, but if you're still like getting those plans in order, like what are you offering? What are you creating? What are you selling? Then sit down today and map them out. If you haven't put them down on paper yet, just go ahead and do that. Um, choose products and offers and services, whatever you want to offer this holiday season, choose things that bring you joy, that create profit, and are loved by your audience. Those are the three things that I advise any creative I get to mentor in making artwork inside of the collective. Those three things are really crucial things to kind of check, check, check. Does it bring you joy to create this thing? Does it generate profit? And is it loved by your audience? So does it bring you joy? Does it bring your audience joy? And does it bring profit? Super simple. Um, if it doesn't meet those three things, but it does meet two of them, it can be okay. Like, let's say that it generates profit and your audience is obsessed with it. Okay, fine. Sure. That's fine. (laughs) Um, find a way to let it bring you joy. Also, let's say that it brings you joy and your audience loves it, but there's no profit that can be okay in situations because it can be a marketing thing that does generate profit in other areas of your business. Um side note, if you're not making profit on something, raise your prices. Okay. Okay, we'll talk about that a different day, but you should always have some kind of profit margin built into what you're offering. Um if your products bring you joy and they bring in profit, but your current audience isn't really into them, then we have a little bit of a marketing uh shift that needs to happen either attracting a new audience. We're just talking about this work in a different way. So we can always work on those those different like facets of, of different things. But those are my three tips that I recommend. Every product that you offer, check those boxes. Brings joy to you, generates a profit, and is loved by your audience. So go ahead and map out what you're offering this holiday season. Um, list out the products. List out the things that matter most. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But sketch these things out in pencil. Um, and then I recommend sketching out when you're going to offer each of these products. So do you anticipate releasing a new product every week all at once? Are you doing any in-person events where you can launch these new products or sell things? And I want you to think about your offers in this calendar format. That way, you know, where you're going to be expending energy because every time you launch a new product or offer a new product, you have to put forth a little bit of energy to market that thing before that, even to photograph it, to talk about it well. So every time you offer something new, just know that there's also an energy expense that comes along with that. So if you're doing one, you know, giant launch in November where your holiday shop is now open. That's a really big expenditure of energy and then smaller reminders, you know, like talking about that that shop, bringing up those products later, making them important. That's you can kind of channel your energy that way and track when you'll need to just bring your best self to your business. If you're doing once a week, you can kind of think about okay, every Tuesday or every Thursday I'll have to kind of bring up this energy and um, you know, it just, it takes something out of you as a human, you're a human being running a gorgeous, beautiful business. So keep that in mind. So that's number one is to plan your holiday products so that you know where your energy is going to be going. You know where you're headed. You're not going to burn out preemptively. You can save some energy for things that matter most. That's really important. Number two, you ready? Um, number two, I love, this is so much fun figure out what your audience wants and keep in mind, the holiday season is a perfect time to surprise and delight them. Often your audience and customers have really lovely ideas. They have things that they would love you to offer. They have things that they would buy. If you did offer them, for example, Um, members of my audience asked for a watercolor painting kit a few years ago because they wanted to learn how to paint. They wanted to come to a workshop. They wanted to come to a retreat, but they couldn't. So they just kind of like would make comments about the fact that they would love a curated collection of watercolor paints or of, um, like a, a workshop in a box essentially. So I thought about it. I was like, that's a cool idea. Okay. How can I make this happen? And then one year, a few years ago, I launched this offer and sold like a hundred boxes in a couple of days, which is incredible. I was excited about it. They were excited about it. They felt very heard. I felt inspired by their idea. And then a bunch of other collectors and customers also got to buy into this thing that they were also excited about. So Keep your mind and ears open all year long because your audience is speaking to you. Um, If you're going to in-person events, just kind of watch what people are gravitating towards. Listen to what they're saying. They're kind of their feedback. There's a lot of good ideas tucked into their words and into their um, suggestions. So keep your eyes and ears open. Um, it can be a really, really fun way to offer products that are just outside of what you're currently offering, but they still fit. Like they still fit your studio. They still fit your vibe. They still fit your business. They allow you to evolve your product line to include the desires of your audience, which is a very good way to create super fans. If your audience feels heard, they feel seen. They feel like you are excited about what excites them. That's incredible. Again, going back to our three things that we're keeping in mind, you need to make sure that the things that you're offering bring you joy first and foremost, generate profit and are loved by your audience. This one is really excelling at this point, because if your audience feels loved and seen and listened to, they are going to be such big fans of you. So (laughs) Uh, tip number two is really, really great for this. Figure out what your audience wants. Tip number three, out of all of this information, your list of things that you're going to be offering, listening to your audience, thinking about what they would like from you. Number three is to choose two to five star products for your holiday offers. So while you might offer, let's say five to 10 different products, maybe you offer more than that. Maybe you offer an entire line of things, figure out what the stars of your holiday season are. I say to pick two to five, because that's a really great number to make, um, really big marketing campaigns to make really, really big deals out of. And then from those products, you can, you know, really just invest in photography and and make them just so beautiful and so important and really draw people in with these products. These are the stars. Like I said, you can have more products than two to five. You can have 50, you can have a hundred. It doesn't really matter, but two to five are going to be the stars of your season. And this also is really important for your energy because you know that when these, these launches come, when these like larger, more important, um, releases or marketing pushes come, you can really bring your magic. You can bring your energy at a 10 versus the other products that you offer might be like, okay, yeah, I'll mention this. I'll talk about this. I'll, I'll make this a big deal, but you're conserving energy for those launches and giving your all on these launches. So for example, if I were to launch, um, or release, original paintings, that would be a star of my holiday offer for sure. I would make that the biggest deal. I would photograph these things so well. I would take a lot of photos, a lot of videos. I would create a marketing campaign that was extensive, like multiple emails, a couple of Instagram reels, TikToks, stories. Like I would just make it a really big deal Um, versus let's say I offer note cards or T-shirts that are not as big of a deal for my business those would be like, okay, oh, hey, I have this thing. You can, you can get it here. Like no giant deals made out of this thing, but I'll mention it, you know? So, um, just write down your stars, make note of them, conserve your energy, make those things the biggest, the biggest deal because they are in the workbook. I give you place uh, like a space to do this. If you want to actually write these things down and get very, very clear on what your, energy focuses should be for the holiday season, go download the workbook and it is on page 13. Okay. Number four, this one's really practical. They all are, but you know, um, number four is to offer a variety of price points. So this is going to kind of shift based on your audience and based on your business, what your price points may be, but find the thing that would fit at the lower end for your audience and then find the thing that might fit at that higher end for your audience. I recommend having one thing that falls on the lower side, maybe a couple things, depending on how many products you offer in general, and then have some things that fall on that higher side. So for me, this holiday season, a lower end thing would be like our printed ornaments, um, note cards, um, t-shirts, the candle, like all of these things are under $42. They're all in that lower, like 24 to $42 range, which is my lower price point for my audience and for my business. Again, yours might be different. Yours might be $5 or it might be 200. It just depends on your business. Right. Um, and then have something that fits in that higher price point also, or that thing that feels like a really prestigious purchase If you have an original painting available, if you have um, custom, anything, anything custom can be that higher price point and that more prestigious purchase. Um, commissions, a retreat, a workshop, an experience that has you know that high touch point with you can be that higher price point and that higher value thing. But casual buyers might waltz in and buy that lower price point or past buyers that also want to buy more things for their friends because they love your shop. They love you. They love what you're doing. So for example, if someone has purchased a print from you or purchased whatever your main staple thing is, and they have that thing in their home or in their life, they love it. They see it all the time. Their friends comment on it. It's like a great talking point, right? Well, okay. So that's happening. And now they're gift buying and they want to buy gifts that, you know, just, like their friends are going to cherish and that they're going to feel really good about giving and there's just that that congruence with what they want to give to their people. And if you offer things that fit in that giftable price point, that's awesome. They're gonna come in and be like, oh my gosh, yes, Emily has candles. I love my painting. I'm gonna buy candles from my friends. I'm gonna buy ornaments from my friends. I'm gonna buy the a print from my mom. I'm gonna buy they can just come in and shop, right? Because there's things that fit that giftable price point. But then that higher price point is important because a lot of times people spend money on themselves during the holiday season. I definitely do. (laughs) Um, and people that are buying gifts for a significant person in their lives, like a parent or a partner or someone that just matters quite a lot to them, they're going to buy that higher price point thing. And they want it to be very precious. They want it to seem, and to actually be, really valuable and really important. So that higher price point gives you space to offer those kinds of gifts. So keep that in mind. Again, your price range will be different from mine, most likely, but things that fall in that 25 to 45 range is a great lower price point for my audience. Things that fall at that 350 and above, maybe even up to like 3000, um, is a great higher price point for my audience. So most orders in my shop uh, tend to be about 40 to a hundred dollars, with the exception, well, maybe like 140. Um, and then we'll have, you know, those, those higher price point purchases for things like larger prints, or maybe even a small original or multiple ornaments, that kind of thing. So that's always fun. Okay. Number five repackaging is totally okay. You do not have to start from scratch. The holiday seasons can be tiring enough. What is already working? What do you already have in your studio that you can repackage for the holidays? Can you rephotograph things? Can you bundle things? Can you um pull some things out and say this is my current inventory. These would be great gifts. If so, then Do so, please, because your energy is precious. And if you spend it all recreating the wheel, you're going to be very, very tired very quickly. It might be fun. I'm all for having fun and creating new things that feel exciting to you. But if you're having to constantly innovate, that can be exhausting. So a few ideas for you from the workbook. Create fresh products that feel familiar, both to you and to your audience. Introducing a new aesthetic and new ideas around the holiday can be a little bit risky. So what I mean by this is if you're known for something, let's say you're known for pet portraits and suddenly you're offering a line of ceramics that might be very fun. And your audience might be like, oh my gosh, I am in, but they also might be like, wait, I thought you were the pet portrait person. Like, what is this? So if they're confused, they're more likely to walk away. So keep things really clear, easy to understand the expected is also where you're more likely to have higher sales. So expected things are not a bad thing. You're not boring anybody. I promise you. They're very happy. They're very much like, yay, that's our person. She creates pet portraits. Um, They're not like I'm bored. No, 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 not at all. Uh, My next tip is to relaunch current products in a fresh way. So current products that you have in studio, let's say I'll use my, my, um, my studio as an example, I have offered affirmation cards for three years now, every like winter fall, I re photograph them and update the aesthetics, update the way that we talk about them, the way that we market them. Um, I've offered wrapping paper twice before. We're doing it again this year. It's so much fun. I offer prints of my work all the time, of course. So I'll you know, kind of update how we talk about those, how we, um, the aesthetics of how we market them, the typography, the words. We'll just kind of like keep things fresh. I don't want to feel bored. My audience doesn't want to feel bored either. So relaunch current products in a fresh way. The next is similar to this one bundle multiple, multiple items in an easily giftable package. So if you have things that could be bundled beautifully together, bundling them gives your buyer a really easy package to give to somebody else, like a really easy, beautiful gift to give to somebody else. For example, we offer candles, an affirmation card, a notepad. If I put those three things together, that's suddenly this really robust and really beautiful gift. Easy, perfect, done. Everyone's happy. Think outside the box. I've mentioned this a few times just kind of in this conversation, but a lot of times we think that giftable items have to be things. They don't. You can give services, you can offer experiences, you can offer education, you can offer things that are so beautifully valuable and also intangible, which is so much fun. Um, I used to offer one-on-one painting sessions in my studio. I don't do that anymore, but it was such a like fun experience when I did it. And people would buy a day with me in my studio. I would you know, have snacks and lunch and a little afternoon champagne or wine and we would paint all day and that was such an easy gift for a partner to give to their partner or for a mom to give to her daughter who's graduating or um, it was just so sweet and they were often gifted to somebody else and like what a great gift right so think about ways that you can offer services or experiences that might make you happy make your audience happy as well. Okay. Tip number six, plan your holiday calendar in detail, but in pencil. This is our last tip for today. Six more tips coming next time. Um, plan your holiday calendar in detail, but in pencil, I want you to actually get out a physical calendar. I have one you can print in this workbook. It's very clear and very beautiful, but. It's so helpful to see this on paper, not just on a digital form, but like see it in paper because your energy is going to be flowing with every single thing that you write down. So if you write down Tuesday, you're launching candles, the next Tuesday, you're launching note cards, the next Tuesday, you're offering workshops, everything that you offer and that you market and that you talk about is your energy having to come up and be presented. And then you can, you know, kind of rest after that. Energy is uh I think the main word for the holiday seasons. It is the way that everything flows, it's the way that you stay afloat, it's the way that you make sales, it's the way that you stay happy. Your energy can be exhausted and stressed, or it can be joyful and abundant. So planning your holiday calendar will let you see where you need to flow and it will help you say, okay, that's actually too much for me. I need to take one of these days and move it over here. I need to move this over here, or maybe you want to do everything at once. And then you can just kind of maintain for the holiday season. The holiday season is a race, not against anyone else, but it is a race against the calendar. Um, I'll talk about this more in the next episode also, but we often, there's this beautiful thing with the holiday season because there is an end. So we often think that that end means everything is done. It's not, you can definitely continue your marketing magic into the new year, but there is an end for the holiday sales. So like gift buying will probably wrap up wrap up around like December 19th, December 18th. Um, so you can kind of think about that energy output. There is an end to it. And as long as you're moving in a way that is sustainable for you, you can like, you can garner more energy and spend more energy now, knowing that there's a rest there is, you know, December 24th is going to come around and everything's going to get quieter. And then you can just, be in holiday mode or December 18th, if you want to shut your, your studio down then or your, your, your uh, online store down then. But space out your launches. That way you're not stressing yourself too much. You don't want to go through this sprint and like, you know how it feels to run too far, too hard? <laughs> when you're like, I have to lay down and recover now. I'm going to like, you know, your face is all flush and your body's all tingly and cold. It's a horrible feeling in my opinion. I really don't, I really dislike that feeling. Um, I don't want you to feel like that in your spirit during the holiday season. So space out your launches and your marketing to manage your energy before and after each launch. For me, this is my personal flow. One, um, uh, marketing push a week feels very maintainable. One new product a week and one like kind of big, um, Energetic output per week feels great. And then the rest of the week, I can kind of maintain and continue talking about things, continue bringing things up and marketing things as the week progresses. But I know that that one big launch will deserve my energy, it'll deserve my time, and I got that. That's fine for me. Again, that's just me. So you might need more space, you might need more time, you might need less. And either way is great. So adjust as needed. Um, The one thing that you should avoid at all costs is confusing your audience. Another theme is you do not want to confuse your audience. So this helps you to just be really clear. If you're trying to avoid confusion for you, for your audience, having your holiday calendar planned out in detail lets you know... What's happening, what's coming up, and it also lets them know what's happening and what's coming up. You don't have to tell them your calendar in advance, although you can. In the past, I've done that where I've been like, hey, on this date, this is happening. On this date, this is happening. If you're looking forward to this, it's happening now, which can be a great way to get them excited about things, which is always a magical um, little adaption, you know, thing that you can weave into your holiday marketing. But you don't have to share your calendar with them. But what it does do having your calendar mapped out is just gives you a lot of clarity. That way, you know where to direct them and how, and when, and it's just, it's, it's gold. So, okay. A little recap again, out of our 12 marketing tips for your holiday season, number one is to plan out your products. So you know exactly where to channel your precious, precious energy. I love your energy. Number two is to figure out what your audience wants and to offer those beautiful, delightful things to them. Number three is to choose two to five star products or offers for your holiday season. Number four is to offer a variety of price points, have some things that are lower, have some things that are higher in price point. Number five is to repackage things that you currently have. Don't recreate the wheel. You don't have to invent all these new things, just make your current offers fitting for the holiday season, fitting for gift buying in particular. And then number six is to plan out your holiday marketing calendar in detail, but in pencil. And I say in pencil because you're going to move things and that is completely fine. No guilt, no shame, just move them so that you stay happy and healthy this whole entire season. All right, come back. Uh, let's say in two days, shall we, let's say in two days, for numbers seven through 12. I have a lot more tips for you. Again, if you want to get all of these things now and the actual workbook, there's places to write and to like really internalize these things. Um, Go to emilyjeffordslearn.com and download the holiday success. What is it called? Hold on, (laughs) what's the title of this book? Holiday Season for Artists, a guide to selling more creative work. It's a beautiful workbook, it's 30 pages, i love it you're gonna love it too it's gonna be great all right that's all for today i'll see you back here in two days for the rest of our beautiful tips have an amazing holiday season congratulations on all that you're creating i'm so excited to see it if you want to see what's happening in my studio go to emilyjeffords.com and you can check out all the beautiful things that I'm creating, Um, calendars and affirmation cards and candles, big and small sizes, and there's just a lot happening over there. It's really, really beautiful and fun. If you're listening to this before November 28th, I'm offering 20% off my prints, which is unheard of. I rarely offer sales and I do not offer sales over 15% normally, but this year it felt special. I really want to offer my work, um, in a way that feels approachable and really attainable to my audience and to you. So if you're looking for some artwork, I have some available to you. All the prints, abstract and landscapes in every single size, 20% off. And I'm really proud of these pieces. I'm really proud of the work that I've created and it's just meaningful and really beautiful. So again, emilyjeffords.com to see all that. Okay. See you back here in two days. Bye for now.